Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. This is the TFG Sports Podcast with Vagish. Welcome to yet another edition of the TFG Football Podcast with me, Vagish. And joining me in the studio, as usual, for this football podcast is uh, Nikhil Jadav. How are you, Vagish? I'm good. I'm good. Congratulate me. Wish, Wish me. you a very happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I required the wishes. I am not hearing wishes from my other two guests on so this you show. you need to introduce them. Of first. course, <laughs> I will introduce them. I was waiting for wishes to come floating to me. But also joining me as usual on Skype is uh, our correspondent, Chiranjit Oja. Also a very good friend who is into football so much that he can't get out of it. And uh, very surprisingly and very amazingly. And also, it's a proud moment for us as the TFG Sports Podcast and specifically the football podcast to have the first ever guest on our show nikhil chiranjit unni welcome on the show thank you welcome unni to you ah uh, thank you unni i still haven't got my happy birthday wishes from chiranjit i hate him yeah happy birthday man freaking bengali is doing this to me ever since i was born <laughs> i'm telling you <laughs> but moving on so um unni happens to be um if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't seen it on twitter If you're a football fan specifically talking about the Indian football movement in India then Unni is the guy who's very well renowned on social media as FNI Nikhil you want to elucidate you want to shed light on what FNI yeah, is I mean he's he's one of the biggest stakeholder who keeps everybody you know posted about what's happening in Indian football and the kind of work this guy is doing is amazing Of course it is of course it is there's you he has a universal presence <laughs> you know, you know, nobody said there was a good pun ever. There are always bad puns. They just happen to be good in their nature. But Unni, welcome on the show. I hope you're having a gala time. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on uh, today in this podcast, we got some epic things to discuss, which are not really that humongously epic, but they are very important when it comes to Indian football and the standing of Indian football in the international sphere and also what's happening in the I-League. So in this podcast, we're going to be covering the Iran versus India match, which happened and uh, it was a very sad performance. But it was a decent performance. It was a decent performance. Can't really complain. Then we have an upcoming match tomorrow, India versus Turkmenistan. It's a home match for our Indian national team for football. And also, we're going to be talking about uh, our uh, Indian skipper, the football captain of the Indian national team, Sunil Chetri's uh, growing injury, and how he's going to be, and how he's trying to recuperate and be back in the in the Indian national team for the Kochi match. Also, apart from that, we're going to be talking about Mohan Bagan and the Aizol match, first ever defeat for Mohan Bagan in the entire I League. Apart from that, we're going to be talking about the What Nana- a nightmare. <laughs> oh, Chiranjit oh, oh, is crying right now. Oja is shedding tears of blood. <laughs> But moving on, we also going to cover the ramifications of this match now in the in 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 the title and the relegation race, and uh, we're going to be talking about the Devjit Mazumdar national team call up controversy, and also since the final month of the I League begins with back to back derbies, which is Lajong versus Aizol, East Bengal versus Mohan Bagan, we're going to be covering that, and last but not the least, we're going to be previewing Salgaokar versus Shivajians and Bengaluru versus Mumbai. Nikhil. Nikhil has got his ears pucked up, per pucked up. Did I say pucked up? <laughs> oh shit! We, we we are also gonna touch upon you know what 
प्राइम मिनिस्टर सेड यस्टरडे अपना नरेंद्र ना अपना नरेंद्र ना डिस्कस दिस um constantine really didn't expect much he made it very clear that iran is a big team to play against there are a lot of uh, issues there were a lot of injuries they had to counter to you know go up with a proper team to play against iran there was no there was no like our expectations like we discussed in the last podcast only were like uh, if india draws the match then it's a huge thing drawing a match is a huge thing with iran because it's a big country it's a, it's it's got good football happening in it and uh, a final loss is something like it's 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 a stabbing right up front it's like julius caesar getting murdered at the the senate but you can't really help it the game was pretty one sided and it's a continuation of a dismal run by the indian football team the national football team and they remain fifth in the group d with just 3 points whereas iran has currently topped the list with 17 or 16 points now there were two goals in this entire match haji safi uh, scored in the 33rd minute and in the 66th minute out of the four goals scored against india now unni at the rate fni if you happen to be on twitter uh you know who unni is then unni what is your take on this india versus iran match so uh, the whole point is like i'm not looking at us uh, as a iran versus india match i'm looking at this whole uh, you know constant time phase Mm-hmm. Uh, so i am pretty happy with uh, the the score line actually i think the national team has been doing pretty decent uh, compared to others and um, you know with uh, the 2018 world cup qualifiers there we got to watch a lot of uh, uh, the team the how they set up how they play and things like that i'm pretty happy with that i mean the the kind of progress and also uh, the fact that you know the coach has brought in a lot of new talent and um, you know the positive things around that rather than dwelling on this single single instant of you know uh, the 4-0 defeat which was more or less very expected so that's what uh, my thoughts are about it actually all right chiranjit what are your thoughts on this yeah actually it was uh... a bit hurtening to see the way india started against uh, iran uh, you know the defense looked very solid and everything and if you look at the results four goals were conceded three of them were due to sort of individual errors right that because jairo foul uh, you know high boot challenge that was completely unnecessary yeah, the first penalty it. was very yeah. the, the penalty was totally unnecessary i mean um, like like we discussed the, the penalty was spot on Pick what because Jairo did was unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I intended that. I intended that. See, at the end of the day, it's a game. Chiranjit always believes that a set piece is a set piece. But again, it's a penalty. Unless and until you use your finesse and your skills to score a goal, at the end of the day, it makes a point. A penalty, not so much in my books. But Chiranjit, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, but it it was completely avoidable. That's what I was trying to yeah, say. Yeah, definitely and, uh, it was. Again, it was. Again, the second uh, penalty also happened. Uh, it was. Uh, who was with the handball uh, narayan das was it yeah he was uh, he was there just uh, you know touched the ball and uh, they gave away another penalty and also the fourth goal right uh, the one scored from the corner yeah that was a poor poor man marking like that those were sort of uh, you know 
what do you call them just school book school boy errors right yeah, yeah so, i mean there's a lot of work to be done uh, on the basic levels definitely yeah but see these are these are uh, mistakes if you make at this level you're going to have to pay the price of course but and we did the thing is the thing is otherwise uh, you know if you count out these mistakes it was a good performance especially going up against iran under that kind of pressure in that kind of climate away from home yeah true my point is you know if we if we look at the match especially see there was no uh, india was only defending okay there yeah, was yeah, corner yeah. the india was defending again again there was a corner so my thing was the first half was actually very good barring the uh, jairu hiccup but otherwise okay. we could have actually made the half time score of nil nil yeah we could have we could have and that display of defense was i think i think it was good It was good and great, uh, you know. Uh, props to Pranay Halder the way he came down from midfield and used his physicality yeah. to sort of, uh, you know, help out the defense. And Gurpreet Singh, like one reflex save after another. Yeah, actually, Gurpreet uh, is like the the kind of improvement he has had after his uh, European stand. Uh, I mean, in the Step very back. kind of basics and stuff like that is like amazing. I mean, he's turning out to be a real big asset for Indian football team, actually. Yeah, he he was the difference between a twelve-nil loss and a four-nil loss. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, but you know the main point here is, uh, you know, there's so many, so much of talks every World Cup. You know, the whole population of India comes up and say that we want to see India in World Cups and all. But the basic thing is, first we need to set realistic goal of how to top Asia. Yeah. and and then move on to you know every, i think basically even all the owners of isl teams they also come up and say that we should be there in the world cup scenario see, saying nikhil nikhil oni chiranjit see i understand i heard all your points but what i fail to understand is at the end of the day like i like i always get to hear this from nikhil and chiranjit to a certain point comparing is bad and i will not compare today what i'm going to say today is the fact that at the end of the day when the entire country maybe if i take into consideration that 100% of the people or the population of this country are uh, looking at football and they and they're following football i'm taking a situation which is hypothetical because i know for a fact in this country people the 100% population does not look at football specifically speaking the indian football it's a very sad state but the point is even if there's a good 60% or a 50% of people the idea is not just saying that we want to see india at a world platform or rather on a world platform the idea is to <clears throat> not give them the leeway to escape with the fact that it's a decent thing when you say that it was a decent match when you say that the first half if it went draw if it, if, it, if it could have been drawn in the first half as as a, at a nil nil then it then i mean good enough but it's not good it's not decent the moment we as football fanatics unni you chiranjit you me nikhil everybody who is like minded and who's listening to this podcast becomes critical rather than just only be offering a shoulder for the team ki boss nahi 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 yaar karna padta hai team ko utna nahi mil raha hai ye hai wo hai that multiple things are not happening with the team that is all said and done but the moment you turn critical towards a team as an audience as a fan i think the team understands then that listen we've had enough shoulders to cry on now for us we need to up the game personally no coach can do that for us it's a team game at the end of the day won't you agree unni yeah actually yes but the thing is like it has to be judged uh, in in some historical perspective as well right i mean like from one point we can we cannot just ask 
our Indian team to, you know, uh, bring out results from thin air. I mean, it, right. it just wouldn't happen because it's a process uh, and we need to have the basics correct. We need to have a uh, lot of such aspects to be catered to, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, bringing a top class coach itself, I, I don't know, I mean, whether it'll work or not because we have a lot of basics to be addressed to, which I think is very essential for a pro, uh, to progress and make, you know, uh, strides ahead. So that's uh, that's pretty much my thought about it, actually. No, you're very right in saying that when you, when we have a crazy coach, Chiranjit, you should also jump into the conversation here. Like we have a very very good coach for the Indian national team. We are not denying it, but at the end of the day, the coach is just the coach. He can guide the team. It's like the Matrix. He's Morpheus of the entire team. He can show you the door. The team has to go through the door. The coach is not going to shove them through the door. The, yeah, the effort needs to come. Now, the problem which I am trying to understand is we are very supportive of our Indian teams irrespective of whether they are club level or whether they are national level. But the idea, but the thought is that supportive does not mean that you don't be critical about them. Because outrightly just supporting them irrespective of their one lost is a good thing. It's a crazy thing. That's what you're supposed to do. But the moment you turn critical, Everybody's eyes are fixed on even small, small basic problems. Like Oni said, the problems right now we are facing at the national level are very basic schoolboy problems. They, like poor man marking, for example. Coach will tell you, coach will guide you. You have to do it on field. If you're not doing yeah, it on field... A lot of the basic problems we face is a result of uh, the grassroots system not being good enough and uh, the players not having the years in training that other uh, players from other countries have to sort of address... Uh, these issues and become uh, and achieve that level of perfection when they are going out to play an international I, so, I understand Charanjit but at the end of the day I yeah, we should be critical right we should it's we not about critical, critical also it's not about critical but when you say when you say the problem is at a grassroots level Charanjit I'm very sorry for cutting you here but when you say that the problem is at a grassroots level please understand a team and a team player does not find problems to dwell on the idea is so to find they, a solution to, to problems. They're trying to get better every day, but we have to understand why they're failing. We are understanding. That is why we, we are being supportive so far. We're not being critical. Yeah, we are being critical. We why are. are we we are. Critical? Like, we four people are. I'm very sure. I'm very sure. Only will agree out of if like 50,000 people are like into, into like national football, Indian national football and club football. I'm very sure like a good at least 5,000 people are critical. What happens over the rest? 45 is my question. The rest 45 uh, don't even understand why we're losing. That's the thing. So most That's of the, the problem with the fans. Were, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, the default reaction you get when for somebody sort of uh, gets an introduction into Indian football for the first time. Yeah. They're like, yeah, huh. That's it. Good. They, that is so, so what we're doing is looking deeper. So that's what we are trying to address and we are being critical. There yes. are, uh, you know, pointing out the flaws in our system is being critical. We are not just 100% offering support. That's what we do during the match. Afterwards, we are always trying to be critical, right? No, true. That is that is a very valid you point. Know, my my point was that we should be realistic and bahut kaam karna hai. I mean, uh-huh. uh, even though we are saying that 4-0 loss was decent, but at a world stage, we need to look back and see, you know, what's happening with our system. Yeah. I mean, look at it. We have an upcoming match. Considering we just spoke about Iran versus India. We have an upcoming match. It's a home match for us. Now, the country we are facing against, Turkmenistan in Kochi, they are in FIFA standings and FIFA rankings 113. 
Yeah. We are just it's, around roughly 50 ranks behind. It's very them. interesting, Vagesh, because uh, you see Turkmenistan in a way has a very similar recent history like Indian football has. Yeah, they started they, playing football in 1992 June. The first match was no, no, with no, Kazakhstan. I'm talking about the late 2000s. They had a very rock bottom stage around right. 2007 8, uh, right. where their rank went down to 174. Uh, okay. Just like the kind of rock bottom we, we hit some 2013 2014 around that time. Right? Yeah. So they sort of tried to bounce back. They invested, uh, they went back to the basics, and now they're seeing the results. and over the last four five years, they have progressed to this point where they can be, uh, you know, 110, 113, something like that. Yeah. So, so it, it's very similar. It's very interesting. I think we are also on a similar path uh, that we are trying to address. We we also went down to some 172, 173 recently, uh-huh. a few months ago. Now we are trying to sort of crawl back into the space. Uh, we're 160 right now. So it's not going to happen overnight, right? We are trying to do what they have done so that's what that's what makes the uh, match on tuesday really interesting yeah it's it's pretty interesting to see that this match which is happening in but kochi but uh, osha do you think that we are playing very less friendlies yes we are we are we are playing very less friendlies because uh, only Chiranjit, I think you will agree with me. Like if I take Kazakhstan as an uh, Kazakhstan, I'm saying Turkmenistan as an example. Um, we as Indians, as the Indian subcontinent and as the Indian national football team, we have a good history of, I think, uh, how many years has the Indian national football team been playing football? International matches? Since independence. Since independence. That was in 1947. Now let me draw statistics here. Turkmenistan played their first ever match after they gained independence in June 1992 against Kazakhstan. Their history of football is very less compared compared to us. They have never qualified for the World Cup. They have been runners-up twice in the AFC Challenge Cup. And their Ashgabat Stadium is epic. Okay, People have made sure, the government has made sure that the stadium is of epic quality. We are world rank number 160. Today we are 113. It's 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 a reality check for us. A country which has just been playing football since 92 is 113 and we are not. Somewhere there's a fault in the system. Obviously there is. And uh, right now we are not playing enough friendlies. Uh, that is a very valid point, Chiranjit. The, the problem goes yeah, back I to think, the... Yeah, yeah, I think that's, a, that's a, one of the ma- major reasons why uh, we lack in this, you know, FIFA ranking game, actually. Mm-hmm. Because in the last few years, if you see, I mean, not last few years, especially last year, I think we just played some two matches, two yeah. games, something like that. So, that, that, that's a big problem. Actually, we need to sort out our, you know, uh, the domestic calendar, start playing um, friendlies during the FIFA uh, approved days. And only then you can climb these... Um, the, or make up these numbers. Otherwise, it's going to be always hovering around what we are right now. You're very right, yeah. Unni. Chiranjit, what's your point on this? Yeah, obviously, Unni is absolutely right. If you remember the previous leg that we played away at Turkmenistan, yeah. it was on 8th October, right? Yeah. Right at the uh, beginning of ISL. ISL. Yeah. And uh, what, what happened before that? There was a preparatory camp scheduled uh, yeah. for a couple of weeks and uh, ISL teams didn't like it, so it got cancelled. So, the Indian team went there, away from home. They had at least like, I think two or three training sessions in total together before they played the match away from home. And Mm. they lost 2-1. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, imagine if we went there with two weeks of preparation and we had played a friendly beforehand. We would not have uh, committed the defensive mistakes that we did 
in in that game uh, and it was very obvious that the back four was not gelling together that well right. uh, in that game so we easily could have come out on top and we can beat them again right they they're not uh, as scary a team as iran they're are not, they're not they're not come on they've never qualified for world cup so they definitely i'm not holding this as a as a, as a bar <laughs> or a meter to like make them scary or non scary but again we have never qualified for world cup neither yeah. have they but the point yeah, is and, uh, they play at the end of the day it's about the game chiranjit yeah. only i think you would agree with me it's about the game and the gameplay more than that that yeah. that understanding that team understanding like when when chiranjit when you said in the india iran match it is a schoolboy error i'm i'm when i'm pointing it out man marking is a very important thing to take care of on field if you leave a player unchecked unmarked you're giving him the gap and the moments your moments hesitation to score a goal we are not world class but we cannot let this basic thing happen and turkmenistan may not be a good team but they can utilize the same thing against us unni chiranjit what do you for this okay so with turkmenistan the thing is uh, what made iran really stand out uh, from most of the teams in the group is that uh, they had a lot of players uh, playing in european leagues and everything uh, but that's not the case with uh, turkmenistan all right right they have uh, this one guy midfielder uh, raslan mingazo uh, he plays uh, for some club in czech republic but that's about it uh, his uh, so obviously most of these players uh, they play in iranian uh, sorry turkmenistan league and everything so they are country born they not like guam who bring in players from us uh, or even iran uh, who take in uh, players who have those citizenship in some uh, germany or somewhere else yeah so uh it it's like that uh, so they are as as a level uh, in their team uh, it's not very far beyond us okay and they are away ahead in the uh, rankings simply because they play enough games they give the national team enough time the players spend enough uh, time in the camp and they prepare well and that's why we constantly keep falling short we don't prepare well for the matches we go to play iran uh, in a crucial match like this we don't play a friendly beforehand because uh, i league is congested because isl takes 3 months out of the calendar and we don't have time for anything else so as long as we don't fix these basic things which everybody else in the world has figured out only we don't uh, we're not going to go forward yeah exactly i think uh, you know turkmenistan uh, is coming to india after uh, some preparatory uh, camps in dubai if i'm not yeah. wrong so uh you know all these teams take these to the uh, world cup qualifiers pretty seriously as a ch- chance to earn some points if not uh, anything else if not be you know obviously you're not going uh, a team like india or turkmenistan as i don't think can be realistic about qualifying at this point so uh, but they take it seriously uh, they prepare ahead and you know uh, compete on this so but at the same time as chiranjit said i think they are on a, a same level as what we are and this is definitely a winnable match considering that we just had a 2-1 loss in the reverse fixture in uh, turkmenistan also the fact that i think uh, i mean like most of the soviet uh, places had a good uh, football history as well so that's why probably one of those uh, questions that you raised that they just started playing in 2000s but uh, we have a bigger history but as a you know larger entity called 
to it i think football uh, had a larger influence and things like that so maybe that's why they they pretty good or rather as good as what we are right now i think personally this india versus turkmenistan match i think um, i would agree with you unni and ranjit we have very favorable uh, aspects of like favorable uh, how would i say favorable conditions for us because first of all it's a home match for us it's in kochi and i think india's won saff cups there two uh, no, no that was in trivandrum that was in trivandrum Trivandrum yeah okay yeah. but but pretty much the entire ambience the environment and the way the pitches the pitches the turf is i mean it still works for us we are it's it's just like saying ki boss kila mera hai main raja hu yahan pe you you attacking i might fend you off be uh, We don't have statement. a full castle uh, <laughs> yeah. on Tuesday, do we? Only no, actually we don't. I mean, so what I can make out is like uh, there will be only twenty-two thousand seats open for public, um, and uh, and why yeah, is that only? So basically, uh, for the under seventeen World Cup that's going to happen, uh, FIFA renovations. Uh, I mean, FIFA is recommended renovation. for the uh, for the stadium uh, that's like installing uh, bucket seats in the upper tier as well uh, so that the stadium becomes compliant for the uh, fifa event so that is the reason uh, that kfa has uh, you know said about this but we really don't know uh, why this match was allotted to kochi if uh, there was renovations plan so that's uh, we are still unsure about that but uh, even even the fans are not happy about it w- what's the buzz around in so kochi ba- kerala basically uh, the thing is like uh, so if uh, in the recent history what has happened is like during when the saf uh, started uh, there was uh, you know less attendance so the uh, social media has been pretty hyperactive about pointing it out that you know kerala being a haven of football is mm-hmm. not coming out and supporting mm-hmm. so the fans basically uh, has you know uh, used the social media to good use this time has been trying to attract i think we would have seen a decent attendance otherwise itself but uh, uh, now the stadium uh, with the reduced capacity i think i am expecting around 80 percentage of that to happen but isl did pull in huge crowds kerala uh, it did and uh, this is going to be a, a working day all right yeah i i that is a working day yeah uh, if it's going to happen or not i'll be really happy and surprised if i see around like the full house 22 that day i expect and i want people to come out and support uh, because i think this is a winnable match and hope the kochi yeah. you know fan base come up and support the team the actual capacity is 60000 right uh somewhere around 62 i think and then only 22000 seats yeah. are allotted that is like almost fourth of it yeah so so it's I mean, not going to be a good sight to see even if the even if the 22000 capacity is full it won't be a good sight on tv It yeah. won't be. Definitely won't be. It I won't mean, be. And I think, otherwise and I think, itself, I have quite reservations about Kochi Stadium and how football. I mean, how viewing football over there uh, is a very bad experience. Uh, okay. I mean, even on TV, this whole scene of only twenty-two thousand being there won't look good at all. Yeah. All right. But moving on, like we were talking about uh, Kilas Castles and uh, troops. Our king is back for this match, apparently. I'm talking about a captain Sunil Chhetri Unni Chiranjit apparently he is out of his groin injury 
although he still says that he's recovering but uh, he's still yet to get a green signal although he says he's out of injury i think we'll see a bit of sunil chhatri in the match i think i we should I we should i think we should get if he says that he's recuperated and he's well i think he should there's no point that he shouldn't shy away from an important home match like this unni he should not but uh, groin injuries are not very pleasant right oh i i would know that the other time i was doing the cricket podcast and i'm telling you our man vivek krishnan is sunil chhatri like this both of them have been injured i'm like okay then this has created too quickly uh good old vivek but the thing is uh, so ranjit never fails to crack and, and, me up yeah the problem with groin injuries is that uh, it takes a very nastily long time to fully recover yeah. you know it linger uh, same thing happened to uh, balwan singh yeah, soft tissue man back in for form he's been out since god knows how long right yeah so yeah so hopefully he will be there for at least for some time you know come up in the second half you know add some pace to the game or something like that let's see no, no, what what are the injury list by the way even eugenson is out right in eugenson uh, robin singh uh, danpal ganesh these are the, the old list when they were so, going so before are we seeing iran. the iran lineup again uh, guys i heard uh, because jaru is also injured yeah, uh, yeah he's also out yeah yeah he's out is out he is out so is it the iran lineup again against uh, turkmenistan thankfully without because jairo hatred but talking about sunil chhatri guys um, uh, he did come out in uh, in a to a press in, press conference and he did mention this that uh, now now he supports your uh, decision uni and chiranjeet and our decision rather that winning is very important for the indian national team right now because more than anything else it's important for the morale of the team and uh, apart from that he is also supporting our hamare apne prime minister narendra bhai so he is he is uh, uh, supporting the pm's call to uh, uh, make football uh, accessible to every corner of this country the pm has made it very clear in his statement to the press that uh, he wants football to be one of the sports apart from cricket and other sports which i know it's, it's a great initiative and uh, i mean chalo center mein baat to pahunchi lot of indian football fans were vocal about this on social media only your thoughts on it yeah fn i uh, uh, yes it's a good thing uh, that we are hearing uh, you know about football from pm uh, and uh, i think it's a right moment uh, to come in as well because um, the the youth needs to be aware of you know um the that there is a, an event a mega event which could be a what is it uh, kind of moment for indian football happening in 2017 right so i think it's a good uh, good thing that he came up and uh, uh, and uh, i'm uh, you know particularly appreciative about uh, it being on the radio medium because mm. uh, i think it goes uh, far too uh, longer than what uh, television yeah or it's got a farther or, reach मनमोहन सिंह ओपनिंग Uh, where there was no goalkeeper. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Manmohan Singh uh, scored a penalty goal. 
టీమ్ It's very nice uh, to see that because, you know, we get to see a lot of talents like uh, Zuala who emerged during the South Cup. Uh, so, I think it's a positive thing that uh, the coach is doing right now by giving chance to younger players. Yeah. All right. All right. And Chiranjit, your thoughts? Uh, well, 23 players uh, over the last one year, right? Uh, it It's not going to get us immediate wins, but these are the birthing pains. You know, the new generation of uh, national team Football, footballers yes, are being born. So, yes. we just have to be, as I said in the last We have to incubate them properly. Yeah, we have to be patient. We have to bleed them in. Yeah. Right? We have to see them get used to this kind of pressure, this kind of uh, atmosphere uh, playing up there. Uh, and uh, this is something we... Uh, remember we played uh, this clip of Stephen Constantine uh, a few yes, episodes yes, yes, back yes, where, yes, he, yes. where he said that playing in the I-League or ISL uh, is very different from playing in the national team. It because, is. Uh, you in in i league you are often dominating you see a lot of the ball and everything in uh, international match when india is playing against a higher ranked team it's often the case that we are getting some 40% of the position and we are always forced to work to get the ball back and we are playing in conditions that is completely alien to us so having the youngsters go out there be with the team get some minutes under them that is a really good base being prepared for the uh, next batch of footballers to come in and take over because we're not going to have uh, chetri and uh, subrata paul and robin singh forever all right all right okay uh, i'll i'll just take uh, you know a minute back and we'll uh, just ponder on to the discussion of what our prime minister has said now my question to both of you not a question but a a kind of fear that i have like right now at this point in time we have a main you know event that is world cup 2017 which is coming up and you know all our energy all the indian football fans as well as players and administrator are working on to it my fear is what happens after the event is done are we going to go back to what it was before no, because no, at no. this this point in time you know even in yesterday's uh, pointers that our prime minister has said he only focused on the 2017 but what after that there's well, there's a- nothing that could give us a you know again to look out for kind of a thing of course he's going to on, only point out stuff during his yeah, exactly. tenure so, so my right? point I mean. is all the energy that has been you know invested is there a plan to carry it ahead there is there is uh, see we are uh, grooming uh, a good few generations ahead like we have uh, un, you know all these i league clubs have recently started having uh, under 9 under 10 kind of uh, nursery teams uh, uh, just young academy teams yeah and i saw chiranjit you won't believe it you will be very proud to hear this i was apna uh, idhar i was uh, going to khar 13th road and when you go to khar 13th road there's an arsenal school of football when i say there's an arsenal school of football i mean like the club 
has got this thing in it that they want to cultivate football at a very but young age. A lot, lot of clubs yeah. have come. They have shut their shops and. But this thing has <laughs> been open. I asked my friend how long has this been. So my friend's been here for like a good six, seven years. She's like, this thing is kicking in. Kids come there. They wear jerseys. They a lot of kids who wear like I think I think uh, some some of their parents are also into uh, the I League and the international football. My friend was telling me they, they they saw these kids not wearing Arsenal jerseys, but they were wearing like you know national jersey. Kisi ka mil gaya hoga unko ya kisi team ka unko jersey mil gaya. They like made it themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was See, an amazing thing to hear. Yeah, that is that is gonna kick in around say 2025 or something like that. But before that, there is yeah. a plan to host the uh, you know World Under 20 Cup. Okay, uh, so AIFF is going to bid for that if the 2017 event is successful, and uh, uh, you know this these generation, this particular generation, the under 17 and under 16 batch that we have right now, uh, when they step into the under 23 arena, that's that's going to be a big moment right. for us. You know, right. I, I said 2020 AFC under 23 championship. That's that's the one. Uh, even under 17 is just a prelude to that. That will be the big tournament. For us to assert ourselves in the world stage, so it's it's only going to take off from here. I I don't see this being a fluke where the tide goes up and comes down. I think it's going to happen. It's taking hold. Unni, your thoughts on this? Yeah. So what uh, what I feel is like you know this this is going to be a major event, and uh, uh, you will have uh, you know officials uh, and uh, coaches and a lot of people coming in. from different countries and they're going to see a set of talent uh, and they will understand uh, you know i mean there is india has something to offer so it might also turn out to be a situation where uh, you know our our ta- talent gets uh, a global uh, you know exposure kind of a thing uh, so it, it will be a good moment for indian football um, I, i i mean like It, it might be a watershed uh, event as well, but uh, uh, I think it it is going to be a positive thing, and there will be uh, there is already an existing you know a lot of grassroots initiatives has been activated. Then uh, there is a lot of football being played, and now with the under 13 and different kinds of leagues, uh, there is a lot of talent being that is you know being noticed like. We, we are following, like I know that there's a Royal Wangdong under 14 player who has scored a lot of goals, but yeah. I don't re- remember his name. <laughs> but we we are getting to, you know, um, realize these things so early in our, you know, uh, football uh, career of players and things like that. So it is going to be a good uh, moment, and I think we will build on. Yeah, that's more important. Yeah. We should build on it. We should build yeah. on it. And talking about building on it, Unni, did you see Chiranjit's tweet about the Salt Lake Stadium on Twitter? No. Oh, you did not. Chiranjit, Chiranjit, what are you talking about? Uh, huh? Nobody sees my tweets. <laughs> no, nobody sees. I follow you, Chiranjit Oja, and I keep oh, a track yeah, of what. Yeah. Yeah. So it. exactly my point. If you if you're bidding as AIFF. To uh, uh, host the Under 20 Cup, I think AIFF. This is my direct call out to you. If you're listening to this podcast, please see Mr. Ojha's tweet and understand why. If you're bidding for something this huge, you need to up the game I, in I your home turf. I think Ojha is already on their radar. 
Oja has been blacklisted. I think Oja has been blacklisted on Twitter. And talking of Twitter, um, uh, we'll be taking a short break right now. Before we come back, uh, let me tell you where you can reach us. Uh, Unni, our special guest on this edition of uh, the TFG Football Podcast, can be found on Twitter at at the rate FNI. Uh, Chiranjit Oja at the rate Chiranjit Oja on Twitter. Nikhil Jadav happens to be on Twitter under the pseudonym or rather the Twitter handle as at the rate 42 Nikhil. 42 Nikhil it is. And me, your host Vagish, under the moniker at the rate Papi Mana, which is P A A P I underscore M A N A V. We'll be right back after this short break. We've got loads more to discuss. Lasers, Sours, Space, Swatcats, More Space, Daredevil, Books and Stuff, Isaac Asimov, and the Multiverse. For all things geeky and all things fruity, check out the Geek Fruit Podcast with me, Tejas. And myself, Chishnu. You can find us at the IVM Podcast Network or geekfruit.in. You could also subscribe to it on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or any of your favorite podcast apps. May the Force be with you, you nerds. Welcome back to the... Second half of the TFG football podcast with me, Vagish, Nikhil Jadav, Chiranjit Ocha and a very special guest today, Unni, who happens to be on Twitter under the moniker and the handle at the rate FNI. Now, guys, we've discussed uh, 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 the plight of the Indian team, the the way we are moving. I, I just want to know the predictions. India versus Turkmenistan. Ocha they only. said, they said India is going to win. No, win is okay, but... Osha? Uh, I don't do predictions anymore. Nah? Hey, uh, does no, no, uh, there's a reason to it. There's a reason to it. Only you should know this too. There's a reason why Oja doesn't do predictions anymore. So in one of our previous podcasts, Unni, you're with us, right? Yes. Yeah, so in one of our previous podcasts, what transpired was, my dear friend, my man, Chiranjit Oja, was explaining Mohan Bagan's history to me. Okay. They were undefeated in the entire I-League so far. They were on top of their game. And then Chiranjit says, you know what? I love Mohan Bagan and everything. But every season, these buggers, they have a dip. They have a major dip. And nobody, not even God can get them out of this dip. They have this major problem. The day he said this on the podcast and we released the podcast on the same day. The next day, the news had Sanjay, Sanjay Sain had been uh, banned from eight I-League matches. And uh, Mohan Bagan was like having a major issue because they were just going to play in the AFC Cup and that's where that's the only place where where Mr. Sanjay was supposed to go. Apart from that, there was nobody else. And now Mohan Bagan just lost the match. So Chiranjit's will to predict has left him. Chiranjit, any comments on this? Oh man, what a nightmare. What a midweek nightmare. He's still I'm reeling from the shock me. of 2-1 against Izol FC versus wow, Mohan Bagan. <laughs> oh man Chiranjit you did it to yourself you jinxed yourself hey, but I'll tell you what this was the test Bagan had to pass yeah. and uh, because you know most of their players were in the national on national duty yeah but I think oh, I think they failed yeah but what but the? then it's it's very weirdly although nothing's weird in the game like in terms of like ंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगलोंगल
you know ill-advised thing to do. Uh, they knew that they would be losing a few of their important first play, first team players to the national team, and they would be weakened. And uh, even though Isol FC have been doing not so good, uh, it it's always been a problem for whoever has gone up to face them uh, in Isol. Okay, right. because the altitude is like that. Uh, the the uh, home support is really good for Isol, yeah. and they always, I mean. They dominate the game. For they always have some fifty-five percent possession or something like that. And uh, even th- you know they were losing because uh, uh, you know they were not scoring enough. The conversion rate was very poor. But since Johor Das came in, that has also changed. And uh, they are scoring goals. They almost beat East Bengal a few days ago. Uh, they ended up losing it, but they were not going to have a tra- uh, you know trashy bad luck every time. Right. So this time it it just had to be Mohan Bagan. You know they were gonna come back. They were gonna claim some points. And uh, again Mohan Bagan haven't lost. So everything <clears throat> built up. And uh, this was the day that the whole thing fell apart. All right, uh, but Chiranjit, only the ramifications of this loss are very huge. I'm presuming for Mohan Bagan now. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, what was that game? This game changed everything, right? Isol FC, bottom of the table, suddenly win a game, and now look at the points table. It's it's a uh, you know at the bottom, Shillong Lajong is at the bottom with eleven points, and on top of him are four teams on twelve points. Salgaonkar is there, Mumbai is there, Shivajins is there, Isol is there, uh, and even Sporting Club de Goa, they're just two points ahead. Even they are not. Safe from relegation at this point, so it has created a situation where Bagan, Bengaluru, and East Bengal are fighting for the title, and the rest are all in a relegation race. Hmm. So un- this, un- you you never see a points table like this anywhere. Yeah, true. Unni okay. would be very happy. Uh, Unni, are you a Bengaluru FC fan? Uh, see, I've been in Bangalore, so as. Uh what my standards like you need to go out and support your local team i am right. uh, i am a bangalore fc supporter in that sense at the end of the day uh, all of us are i mean like some uh, i mean fans of some team or the other so right. on my twitter handle i try to make it as real as possible but uh, yeah <laughs> sometimes so you so you would be very happy with the loss of mohan bagan um yeah but i think it's a temporary dip Uh, because uh, Bagan is going to get uh, uh, very diplomatic. Chiranjit is dying inside. Chiranjit's innards are folding. They are malleable now. They are folding upon each other, and they're like, "Shit, not so, today." Uh, not exactly. I mean, like because I, I do think that Bagan plays the best football in the country right now. One I of mean, the oldest no. football clubs in this country. Come on, they've been playing like practically since we gained independence. Slightly more than that, also. Yeah, true. So uh, that that's also a fact. I mean, they they have a huge history, everything. Um, but this season they have been phenomenal. I mean, they've yeah, been playing true. real good football whenever I've seen them. So it's like uh, you know, uh, Sony and Katsumi is like two turbo chargers for the team. It's been working really well. So JJ um, JJ has been in amazing be form. Sorry, JJ, JJ has, has been in. like his box playing has also improved. We were discussing that just yeah. in the last podcast. Yeah. Again, his resurgence has been a big, uh, you know, big talking point this time. Um, so he is hitting top form, and uh, it's really good to see that as well. And it works for the national team as well because him gaining him confidence. We have, um, and I mean, like he he has been around for quite a bit. Tough time now, so that means it's going to be good for the national team as well. So, um, 
basically i feel that it's going to be a you know sudden dip and they're going to come back they're going to regroup and again give uh, a tight uh, fight for the Yeah, yeah, I mean, Chiranjit would love that, wouldn't he? Uh, I mean, you can see the. Uh, I can't hear you, Chiranjit. I can't hear you. Your voice is cracking with the sadness inside you. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I the hurt, the pain. With that. So, okay. So, uh, see, the situation this uh, loss has created is that uh, now the East Bengal versus Mohun Bagan game is has become one of the crucial games of the season, right? uh the derby that's happening on saturday uh if east bengal win that they're back in the title race and mohan bagan suffer major blue and yeah. you know it 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 actually like equates the top 3 teams uh so so that'll be interesting to see bengaluru have to play east bengal now at home uh and then uh, mohan bagan and bengaluru are going up on the last day of the season yeah so it it's so it's it's going to go down to the wire again uh this this like uh, loss i mean i'm uh, i think the neutrals uh, are going to be really enjoying uh, uh, this dip in form that mohan bagan have had uh, because it's it's going to give us another photo finish to the title race yeah yeah i mean like the way bagan as unni said the way they are playing okay especially we we have spoken about the midfield and the forward but we have not spoken about one guy who is at the back and he is like holding everything but there is a bit of a controversy about him yeah devjit mojumdar what has right? this guy done yeah devjit mojumdar got a call up to the national team right bulao adalat no usko call him call him to our adalat tfg football podcast <laughs> ki adalat <laughs> Yeah, he didn't go because uh, uh, he had to play a match uh, in the middle of the international break, and uh, Shilton Paul, the second goalkeeper, uh-huh. is uh, injured. So they didn't want to go in there in a crucial match like this, especially when the so many of the uh, midfielders and uh, forwards are missing. So yeah, he's the he's in the end he became the difference between a uh, you know five one loss uh, and a two one loss. So. Then again, that that worked out for Mohan Bagan, but he missed out uh, a golden opportunity to be, you know, work, uh, you know, to train under Rogerio uh, Ramos uh, and, you know, be in contention to become the second goalkeeper uh, of India ahead of the AFC, uh, you know, Asian Cup qualifier playoffs. So that I, I feel fa- bad for him. He's he's just uh, got caught in a. Uh, you know, the, the timing just ended up to be really is, bad. Is, is this the scenario similar to Mandar Rao and Romeo Fernandez? Not really, not really. I don't think. Not so. really, yeah. I don't think. But the circumstances are same. A national team call up. Yeah, national team call up, but uh, I know FC Goa did not have any games. Uh, Dempo didn't have any games. So, who, so what do you think? Whose fault it is? Is it team's fault? It's a personal loss. Definitely, the Jit would yeah. would want to be in the team, uh, national team. It's a personal loss. So, so what is this? A country versus club again? It's a country versus club. I don't know to what extent it's a direct uh, confrontation between country and club because uh, even if uh, Dipjit Mojumdar went to the national team camp, he wouldn't play. Nee, uh, that's okay. That's, that's a secondary point. That's yeah, a secondary. Yeah, secondary point. I agree with that. The thing is. Uh, it's it's a culmination of everything right uh, see if if he had gotten the call up before the iran game uh, there is no doubt that he wouldn't be with the club he got the uh, call up on the day before uh, they were leaving for uh, izol right okay and everything was prepared and everything uh, so i think what the mohan bagan officials they they were taken aback by this call up and they 
uh, what they did is they placed a request with AIFF to let him play the match and then join. Okay, and uh, uh, you know immediately uh, the immediate thing was to do was to uh, send Dipjit away uh, right. to Aizol. Right. Now, now he goes to Aizol. He is. It it already becomes too late to come back because uh, you know from Aizol to Kochi there are no direct flights. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to travel. Yeah. So uh, he he's there anyway. So he decides to play the match, and uh, after that he wants to come, but uh, AIFF is like, uh, well, you're gonna get here on 27th afternoon after playing that match. So you'll have only one session on 28th. What's the point? Don't come. So. So, see, it's a, it's a, it's a circumstances that added up. I think it's very unfortunate. I don't think Mohan Bagan had any in, direct intent to sort of go up against uh, AIFF or anything. Right. But it, it just happened, man. It's very so, I mean, unfortunate. I mean, and yeah. Unni, I, I would like uh, to frame this question in a other way to you. You know, during ISL, uh, Matharazi said that I won't release uh, my players for the national camp. Even Roberto Carlos, you know, hinted the same thing. And uh, we, as Indian football fans, we came out on Twitter and you know on social media and just blasted out how can ISL do this thing. Now, do you yeah. find any similarity over here that uh, you know in in terms of Devjit Majumdar that he was? I don't know. He was released, not released, but he was made to play an ISL game. I when think there was when there was a match, international match, international duty call up. What do you think about? Before only you you answer, I would like to slightly interject and say. I personally, I think it is a clear-cut incidence of uh, club versus country. It's been happening for quite some time. If you remember, in one of our first podcasts, we were discussing about how Mohan Bagan as a club was facing a lot of issues representing the country in the AFC. And then coming back, when they were going to uh, fly to China, they had a match before that in Pune. And then they had a match again after that, immediately a day. So, the timing is a major issue. Unni, over to you, man. So, basically... uh I mean, we used to have this problem uh, from a you know long time. I mean, like there have been instances earlier as well uh, where there has been fight between AIFF and uh, clubs over releasing players and stuff like that. Right. So it's not a new thing. Uh, uh, that's what I think. Uh, but uh, recently, with ISL, uh, you know, not releasing players and um, they sticking to whatever the FIFA guidelines of releasing the player three yeah. days before the match and things like that. It was obvious that this is going to, I mean, escalate and the other clubs are also going to do such things. We have had some, uh, you know, uh, references and instances sometime um, in the very near past as well about uh, some clubs doing this. Mm. So, it, it was going to happen. Uh, um, so, that's uh, that's one thing that I think. And uh, I think it's unfortunate in uh, Devjit's case because there's been a complete mess-up. I, I mean, which is not like a very new thing in Indian football. But, you know, uh, it has happened again and it's really see, unfortunate. It's, see, uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to pit the club against AIFF here because they released other players. Right, three other players were released for the national team. But uh, I think and the uh, the call-up came very late or uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's what uh, uh, Chiranjit was saying, right? So, uh, it's a mix-up, I guess. Uh, unfortunate. I mean, he fit the form that he displays. He definitely needs to be, uh, you know, with the national team. Do so you think Devjit is in problem? Like Mandar and Romeo? Uh, 
I don't think so. I mean, like okay. the other case was, uh, I think, a clear-cut violation of what probably AFF would want the clubs to do. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas this was because you know there is a mix-up and the call came late and things like that. I think so. He won't be in trouble as what Mandar and Romeo is. Is what I think. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that will be the case. There is a uh, AFF disciplinary committee meeting happening uh, on 31st March, where they will review the uh, Sanjay Sain suspension. You know, uh, Mohanlal okay. has appealed to shorten it, yeah. uh, but. You know who knows if if that uh, if Devjit Mojumdar's issue is going to be taken up, we we can't say at this point. We'll just have to wait a couple of days to find out. But okay. but it's 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 like I don't know, man. It will if if Devjit Mojumdar faces any initial suspension also, that will ruin the season because Mohanbazan have their second keeper out. Uh, Shilton Paul is also not there, and just ahead of the derby, just ahead of uh, you know playing Shillong Rajong away, uh, and then you know. The last lap in the title race, uh, anything on top of what they are already going through with Sanjay Singh's suspension, uh, that will that will be the turning point in the t- title race, I think. You know, and it's very unfortunate to have a disciplinary action uh, decide the outcome of a league. All right, all right. I think that brings us to uh, the closure of the second half of this football podcast. We do. Shiranjit, only very nice points put forward, guys. I'm really, really, really thankful that we have a crazy special guest also today who is putting in his point of views because usually it's just... <clears throat> okay, whoever's been listening to this podcast, I'm just letting you know it's usually Chiranjit who's calling the shots. Shh. Okay, this did not go out. Chiranjit is our very good friend. Not boss, not cool. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but yes, we're going to be taking a very short break. On the other side, we're going to be talking about the final leg of the I-League and... Uh, the zombies. The derbies and some previews of uh, these matches which are going to happen. Stick around, we'll be back in a bit after this ad. Now, if you want to listen to some brilliant indie music from all over the country, it's really simple. You can find me on Made in India. That's madeinindia.in. My name is May, and it's spelled M-A-E-D. Now, I've had some great artists on the show, including the likes of Nickel D'Souza, The Cognac Net, Last Remaining Light, Tejas Menon, The Other People, Alicia Pace, Lakshmi Bomb, Vasudha Sharma, Ankur Tavadi, and so many more. Now, if you want to subscribe, you can go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast app or you can find me on my website that's madeinindia.in that's M-A-E-D or on Twitter and Facebook on Made in India. Well, welcome back to the third and the final leg of the TFG Football Podcast with me, Vagish, Nikhil Jadav, Chiranjit Oja and also joining in today, Unni, also known as Adrate FNI on Twitter. So, uh, well then, we have another match coming up. Uh, the Kolkata Derby, Mohan Bagan versus East Bengal, like, uh, uh, well, as you, like, call them goatees. That's what I found out. <laughs> bad. Anyways, l- l- let's, let's take Unni's call on this. Yes, yeah, let's, let's hear what Unni has to we'll say. And then we'll move on to the regular Yeah, yeah, Chiranjit we've heard enough of you, Chiranjit. We, we'll hey, we've heard Kolkata enough of Derby. you, man. <laughs> hey, we've heard enough of you, man. Please, you and your salt <laughs> leg go hug each other, sleep with each other, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Uni, your, your take on the big yeah, so, uh With Mohan Bagan's loss against Aizol, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, a very important match. And uh, yeah, we all know the importance of uh, Kolkata Derby in the football calendar because it's going to be a huge event. As yeah, well. but it's in Siliguri. Like, 
Yeah. It's in yeah, Siliguri. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's a dampener actually, but still I think it's going to be uh, big. Uh, changing the venue is unfortunate, but uh, still I think it's going to... Uh, I mean, it's, it, it is definitely a very important match as I was saying because, because of the loss. So I think, um, you know, the, the stage is set for both teams to fight it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. what I think. True, but, but I'll tell you what, Unni. You yeah. know, Mohan Bagan, they have played such a wonderful football from past two years or so. Mm-hmm. But when they come up against East Bengal, something happens in East Bengal. Don't wins. say that in front of Chiranjit, okay? <laughs> He's going to come in your dreams and murder you in cold blood, okay? Do, don't you think so? <laughs> He's going to be your Macbeth, you King Duncan. That's what's going to happen. But uh, No, but I think that's mostly been in... Uh, uh, in the Kolkata Football League, I think, mostly, because uh, that's where they've been fa- faltering. Otherwise, I- I'm not exactly sure of the numbers, but I think they- they've decently uh, done decently off late. Uh, in Except IE, losing maybe. to Aizol. 2-1. <laughs> let's not forget Let, let's, that. Let's, let's keep on adding those salts to like Chiranjit's <laughs> Let's, let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Oja, your take on it. He's bleeding right now. What do you oh, say? Let man. him bleed. Let him bleed. Let him bleed. <laughs> But Chiranjit, yeah, seriously, I'm, I'm you were saying. Green and Maroon, by the way. Oh, don't turn into Maroon 5. That was a very <laughs> bad one. <Anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very bad one. It shouldn't happen. It didn't happen. People did not hear this. Okay, yeah. So, uh, see, uh, Mohan Bagan have not lost to East Bengal in a Kolkata Derby in I League since 2014, I think. Sorry, 2013. Yeah. Uh, and uh, obviously, this this is going to be a very different derby than any any derby we have seen recently. Uh, it's happening in Siliguri. You know, as I said last week, it's a derby, derby on diet. Okay, 35,000. <laughs> 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 like they sent 5,000 tickets to East Bengal, 5,000 tickets to Mohan Bagan. The rest goes to the locals. And East Bengal are like, okay, we're going to make 5,000 flags and we'll have our supporters travel and everything. But it, it's it's an unnecessary hassle. It's, it's very unfortunate to see it happening over there. Uh, of course, Derby, hai, uh, given the, uh, you know, uh, this stage it's in uh, East Bengal have something to fight for Mohan Bagan have something to fight for uh, and whoever a lot to fight for Mohan Bagan has they have to fight for you Chiranjit they have to fight for you Let's see. They have. They have to definitely. I believe me. Uh, they'll have to fight for way more than me. Okay? I am Those believing you, Chiranjit. I'm right so here. believing you. I'm. I'm. I'm like believing you so hard right now. Like I can't even express it. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> going on. Aja, aja, yeah. So uh, it's basically title at stake. Yes. In this yeah, place. title at stake for both clubs, yeah. and uh, they're gonna go in. And obviously, uh, East Bengal just beat Azor FC, right? And Mohan Bagan just lost to Aizol FC. So, that psychological factor is going to be there. We don't know if Sanjay Sen is going to be there in the sidelines. That will be decided on 31st March. Okay. But is his so eight-match ban over? It's still on. It's still on. No, How it's can not. It? It's still on. They are reviewing it to see if they will shorten it. I'm, I'm so doubting it. Shorten it they'll, he'll be back. Otherwise, he won't be there. Yeah, okay, yeah, if yeah. If it stays on, yeah. I'm doubting it. But yeah, you were saying Chiru. Uh, yes, that thing will be there. Yeah, so obviously the one thing I'll agree with uh, Unne, uh that uh, East Bengal, oh, sorry, Nikhil said it, East Bengal, whenever they play Mohan Bagan, something happens, right? They give it everything. Uh, mm. And, uh, you know, for, for often, whenever we, uh, you know, uh, especially this happens in I-League, that whichever club uh, has less chances of winning the league, they make the derby their, uh, you know, their ultimate target. They want to redeem their honour by winning the derby. And uh, 
since his Bengal haven't beaten Mohan Bagan in an I League derby for a while, that'll be on their mind. And, and also, getting back into the title race will also be there. Uh, let's see. It's, it's going to be a very tight game. Either way, whoever wins it, it's, it'll depend on the uh, day. You know, you can never predict a derby. Uh, la- first leg derby. Uh, Mohan Bagan were the favourites on paper. Uh, then Sanjay Singh plays Azharuddin Malik up front and we lose the momentum. Early goal for East Bengal and the entire game turns out differently. So, we don't know what will happen. It will only be clear in the last 24 hours in the lead up to the game. So, right now, it's everybody's living in that psychological prelude stage. You yeah, know? true. Uh, it has to be it's big. The, it's the dag- uh, taking on your uh, Macbeth reference, it's everyone seeing the dagger in the air. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, it has to be. It's the biggest league game in India. I mean, there is nothing bigger than one this. of the biggest in the world. Yeah, true, 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 yeah. true. But moving on to big games, we have uh, a few uh, matches coming up. We have uh, Salgaukars versus uh, Shivajians and Bengaluru FC versus Mumbai FC. We should get Nikhil yeah. Jadav interested <laughs> in this, considering uh, uh, Chiranjit. Now let's like. Oh, so Unni, are you still with us? Right, you still with us? Yes, yes, so, let yes. me shift the focus from Chiranjit Ojha to our man Nikhil Jadav here. Now, you'll get to understand what I'm dealing with here. So, we discussed this in again one of our previous podcasts that Mumbai FC, okay, has this very dirty, nasty habit that if they can't win it, screw it, we'll draw it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's where it starts and ends. Like, I mean, was ek point, like, Karan Arjun bhi wapas aage, bro, but <laughs> wo ek goal nahi aaya, bro. <laughs> Like, I feel like the mother of Karan Arjun, whose sons did not come back. Okay, if I may interject here, this is going to be very interesting. Because uh, Bengaluru have never beaten Mumbai FC as far as I know. Right? What if they do? Yes, yes, you know right. <laughs> what if yeah. they do? Nikhil is like, oh, some hope in the air for me. <laughs> and Mumbai FC beat Bengaluru FC in the first leg. 2-0, 2-0, say 2-0. And since, <laughs> since then, that was in January. Since then, Mumbai FC... Yeah, that was, a, that was like... I think that's that's the only match we had to win. <laughs> other than the Salgaokar. <laughs> See, man, when Chiranjit says, Nikhil, that Mohan Bagan takes a dip in the season. See, that dip happens like later on. It does not happen after the first Le match. Mumbai is all, always in the dip. Mumbai, <laughs> Mumbai <laughs> is the dip. Mumbai is not Mumbai always in the dip. Mumbai they is the dip. Sometimes. Yeah. They're a submarine. They are always in the dip. They sometimes just come out. I think they're listening to Beatles yeah, a lot. And, and ruin games for, you know, big teams. <laughs> yeah. Party yeah, poopers. Like, like Mumbai FC are playing, first they played Mohan Bagan. Next gaming is against Bengaluru FC. Then they'll play East Bengal. It's like how yeah. Mumbai FC do depend will have a you know huge role to play in who wins the league in the end. So obviously you know all eyes on Mumbai FC right now. Come on, Nikhil. <laughs> yeah, you know, be, be, uh, Bengaluru FC fans are uh, they kind of take this thing very come on, seriously. Unni, you are here. We have a Bengaluru yeah. FC fan. Unni, Let's Unni, not forget. What's, what's the scene over there? Uh, so, you know, uh, since Khalid Jamil fell down, <laughs> <laughs> it's been, I'm uh, going you know, to uh, laugh and fall off my chair for this. So, it's been a, it's been a you know, uh, very uh, fractious relationship between Mumbai and Bangalore. I can feel and, it. And uh, uh, fans are very passionate. So, they, they, uh, so it's been like, you know, M- Mumbai has been like one of those bogey teams for uh, uh, Bangalore as well. So that's that's adding to the you know salt <laughs> or whatever <laughs> uh, it is, adding spice to the whole uh, equation. So 
um pants are taking it real seriously uh, really seriously and uh, i think they are going they are trying to attract a good number of fans uh, by you know making use of this history and uh, i think uh, uh, we'll see a good turnout and a good match you know, it's, it's good for indian football that such kind of rivalries are coming up other than because we have been used to see you know only east bengal and mohan bagan it's okay nikhil we understand what you're going uh, through you don't no, have to you don't have to justify it <laughs> Yeah, I, I do agree with Nikhil on this part. I I seriously agree. I mean, it's been fun uh, because uh, like uh, I, I'm sort of a fan of uh, Khalid. Otherwise, but uh, because of what he has done with the team over these seasons and falling. But uh, from the Bangalore FC perspective, uh, as I said earlier, because the team has been a pretty pretty much a bogey team for uh, BFC. Um, Yeah, I would like to join in this uh, their banter as well <laughs> and keep it going. It's good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not usually a betting man, but I will put my money on some people showing up wrapped up in bandages. In this <laughs> <laughs> the mummies, the mummy returns finally. The mummy returns. Yeah. Uh, are 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 bottles disallowed at uh, at the stadium now? <laughs> bricks too. I last I heard bricks too. And I mean seriously, that's been a big issue. After that, you know, we have not been getting water. Now they start. Uh, now they started selling water in glasses, ten uh, rupees per uh, glass or something like that. What? Uh, yeah, because uh, bottles have been banned after that incident. Incident. Yeah. Uh, just bottles? I thought bricks were also banned. Lattes no, no, banned. That, that's that's available at Kolkata. I think bricks are available <laughs> at Kolkata. Freely available. Bricks and bombs can, are available uh, at Kolkata. You can just break a brick out of the stadium. <laughs> Now AIFF definitely <laughs> needs to hear this podcast to understand why it takes so much of effort to make these stadiums FIFA friendly. Now we know the reason why bricks. Seriously, next I know it's going to be like you know what? I'm fed up of just chucking bricks by myself. I'm going to get a catapult and hurl sheep, like burning sheep at them. Even that can happen in Kolkata. So. <laughs> uh, we saw we saw police helmets being set on fire and hurled uh, at the ground. <laughs> why did I stoke yeah. this? Why did I stoke this, dude? This is a very wrong zone to go in. No, but uh, I, I would like to know only your predictions on uh, Bangalore versus Mumbai. Uh, so I think uh, this time again I'll go for a one-one draw. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so anything against Mumbai wow. is a draw. Wow. Uh, so the thing is, what Slow I feel is like uh, from Bangalore FC perspective. I mean, they've been struggling to score goals. I don't know with uh, Sunil Chetri injured. How how uh, is his impact going to be? Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, after an initial fl- uh, flourish, uh, Kim Song has also not. Uh, Uh, you know, chipped in with goals and things like that. So uh, it's not been a very easy run for them. But Vinita stepped uh, up. Uh, Vinita has played yes, uh, and he has been played um, more centrally and things like that. So he has scored goals. Uh, but uh, for him also, it's a chance to you know uh, show uh, uh, his talent and things like that. So I hope. Um, but still, again, what I feel is like there are. Goals lacking in the team for mm-hmm. um, uh, for Bangalore FC, so uh, I would say like both nicking in one and uh, holding for a draw. I think that's why how it's gonna go. I am in personally that Mumbai is losing. Mumbai is definitely losing this match. That's me personally. But uh, we have one I, I, more match. I, I don't think Mumbai would be losing it that easily because the whole squad is back. Like the the core squad that started the season. Mm-hmm. Everybody is perfect. They are all fit. They are all ready to go. And you know, 
this could again i don't know i think against bangalore the team is different this uh, we discussed before about east bengal like against mohan bagan the team is different similarly <coughs> you know for mumbai it's a different feeling to play bangalore so of course it's a different feeling finally they have a full full squad of players who were their original team practically yeah. and now they're yeah. even well prepared so for it, a draw it won't be a easy it won't be an easy draw but it'll be a tough draw <laughs> it'll be a very tough draw it won't be a very yeah. easy draw it's going to be a tough draw <laughs> We we should we should do that I'm sentence. Dying. Can can they uh, play at the what rainy day at Mumbai? I saw. No 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. But we also have one more match. Salgaokar versus Shivajit. Shranjit, what is your take on this match? With a preview, as in, what do you predict? How this match is going to end? Uh, well, uh, I think Shivajit have an edge here. They do. Uh, even though this is this is happening at uh, Salgaokar's home ground. Okay. But. Uh, again, I, I you know it's it's like the way uh, the Shivajian's team has performed. Uh, I think there's been an upswing in the last yeah. few games. Uh, yeah, pretty so pretty crazy turnaround, huh? Pretty crazy turnaround. Yes. I remember Chiranjit, you were yeah. telling me in our initial podcast. You remember when the entire Shan fiasco happened and Mohan Bagan yeah. was supposed to play Shivajians? You, yeah. you remember that podcast because we were discussing uh, Shivajis Shivajians as a team which could be trifled with easily, but turns out you can't now. Yeah, they haven't lost their last four matches, uh, and uh, they were at one point uh, the bottom table. Now they're uh, up to seven, so they're showing signs of recovery. Which is good. Uh, Salgaokar, yeah, Salgaokar, again struggling a little bit. So I'm putting Shivajian's side on this. I'll, I'd love to hear what Unni thinks on this. Um, again, same here. Actually, I think uh, uh, Shivajian's is actually, uh, you know, having a. Uh, upsurge or uh, uh, in terms of the performance and uh, their new Spanish recruit uh, Juan Guero, if I'm not wrong, uh, is he has been performing pretty well actually. Yeah. So I think um, yeah, I think I also think that Shivajins is going to win this match. That's what I think. Uh, Oja, your predictions on Mumbai versus Bangalore? Sorry, Bangalore versus Mumbai. Oh, oh just say it it's a draw say it it's a draw <laughs> i dare you i double dare you bb 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 i think bengaluru is going to win i love you ocha you come here i will i will get you mishti doi baba you come here you are my bro ha nahi to wo ek to mere se pehle to nahi aa raha acha we we didn't get unni uh, your predictions yeah. on uh, india versus turkmenistan we missed out on that oh um so i think uh, some 2-1 probably india very nice awesome who's okay. going to score uh jj uh, yeah and udanta jj brace <laughs> i am i'm 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 in for udanta i'm I'll i'm in for udanta uh udanta uh, udanta on this uh, score yeah yeah udanta is a very very uh, very good uh, prediction to make for this match he might shine out you never know yeah. but i guess but i guess this was pretty much what we had in mind for this edition of the podcast thanks a lot to neva joining us it was a pleasure having you on board and trust me this con this conversation especially today's podcast would definitely not have been possible without you and your expert opinion thanks a lot for joining us today uh thank you guys i mean thank you for this opportunity to come and uh, speak uh, on uh, tfg podcast Thank right, you. Right. Thank you Unni. We are all honored and we would really like it if you could come by later anytime whenever it's possible for you if time allows. We would love to have your expert opinion with us again. Sure, anytime. 
All right. But moving on, this also calls for the end of this edition of the TFG Football Podcast. It's been a pleasure talking about uh, whatever has happened in the world of Indian football and what's going to happen. We've had our predictions, we've had our previews, we've had some shameful events. Especially talking Khalid Jamil. Nobody heard this. Okay, but moving on. Uh, this really calls for the end of this podcast for today. If you want to reach out to us, let me let me tell you. You can reach out to us on our website, which is fangarage.com. You can reach out to us on social media. Well, that's the easiest way to reach out to us in the first place. You can visit us on Facebook at The Fan Garage. That's our webpage. Or you can even tweet out to us. Wow, wonders of modern technology. Well, you can tweet out to Nikhil Jadav at the rate... 42 Nikhil. 42 Nikhil. Chiranjit Oja at the rate Chiranjit Oja. And uh, Unni at the rate FNI. And me, Vagish, at the rate Papi Mana, which is P A A P I underscore M A N A V. It was a pleasure talking to you guys. Have a very nice day and all the best to India for the India versus Turkmenistan match. Cheers, guys. Bleed blue. Subscribe to TFG Sports Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at The Fan Garage or Facebook.com slash The Fan Garage.